Welcome to the Usual People Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Herrera. I'm Lala. And I'm Elisa. And today we are sweating to Richard Simmons. Oh my God, guys. This is going to be a fun one. What do you guys think? You gonna have, Do you think it's going to be fun? Or is this so. going to be just terrible? It's going to be great. Yeah, I feel like uh, Richard Simmons is the John Waters of the exercise video world. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. You That's think... the best comparison I can come up with for him. Now, by <laughs> that, do you mean that he's like really fun and a genial presence or that he makes really fucked up videos? A little bit of both. Okay. Like, I feel like it's a little bit of both. And like he, uh, doesn't he use a lot of big women? Uh, yes, he does. Actually, you're right. That's like, that was the whole point of. Yeah. That's what Richard Simmons' hook was. And most when he when he started out, all exercise videos and all gyms and everything were all aimed at already attractive, thin people yeah. to stay thin and attractive. And that was his big hook was that he used bigger people in his videos and his gyms were aimed at larger people who could work out without feeling embarrassed. Or you know, despising their own bodies, he created a nice atmosphere in his uh, in his studio called Slimmons. That was one of my favorite things about him. He called his studio Slimmons. That's kind of weird. Oh no, like and weird. I, yeah. I feel like uh, curves. No, like that's the name. It was just like curves. Kind of stole his like uh, thing. What's curves? It's like a. Uh, it's like isn't it like a Christian women? Oh, I don't know about uh, the Christian part. Gym for like you know, fat or normal sized people. It's like for them to be comfortable. Oh, okay. it's, it's like a gym, but they also it's like a what's that other diet thing called? Where they count calorie. They tell you how to eat and yeah, it's uh, kind of like Weight Watchers and a gym combined. Okay, clearly with Christianity. Where where did the Christianity come from? Lala? I think I might be making that up only because. Older Christian women are the only ones I know who have ever tried it. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> I actually had this I thought the other day because as everyone knows who's been listening, I work at... Uh, actually, let me explain the concept of our podcast before yeah. we go any further. So oh, yeah. <laughs> anyone knows, um, as I say every episode, uh, we are the usual people. We are uh, four friends, including Soundman Dave, who have known each other since high school and are in our mid-30s now. And we're trying stuff out for the first time, which as I as the months go by, realize that's not much of a concept for a podcast. <laughs> that's really not a concept at all. There's nothing to that. Do you need more than that? I would think so. Like people like do things like, "Hey, we're gonna solve murders," or I think that's why people wanted us to be more focused and just do movies. Right. That's yeah. Exactly. That was all the feedback we got. You got to have an actual concept, yeah, and not just do anything. Well, then we're the innovators. We are not. We are the new Slimmons. <laughs> we are the new Slimmons. But you know, in technology world, I feel like at this point, it's just a very. Um... What? The concept is our relationship. That and is see. the and <laughs> and you can tell by our lack of listeners that our relationship is shit. Amazing. Oh, gotcha. I choose to look at it as that our relationship is bad, but you think people our relationship is too strong for people to take in and listen to regularly. No, I think it's a good thing. Oh, okay. Right? Anyway. <laughs> What? This whole idea of just injecting Christianity into the thing got me this idea of 
I work at an escape room and I was thinking it would be really cool actually to trick people to come to an escape room and then just talk about Jesus the whole time <laughs> while they're trapped in there. Well, that's what those Christian haunted houses are for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It just turned into a Christian haunted house. Just basically, you have you're stuck in this room for sixty minutes while somebody talks to you about Jesus, and you have to find four keys to get out, and and you can't shut them up. You're just gonna get a whole Bible lesson. Or the clues are in the lesson. Yeah, exactly. And Jesus was the zombie the whole time. Ooh. I don't think that'll work. No, it won't. You won't make any money. Well, actually, you might. You might make a lot yeah, of money. A lot of, like a lot if of you money. like if you did this like in Utah, did like a Mormon sort of base. No, I think you could do it no, anywhere. No, like just oh. do it in the Midwest, like that Ark Museum. Yeah, and make people want to come visit you. Exactly. Oh man, that sounds great. <laughs> Anyway, back to Richard Simmons. Um, as you said, today um, what we're going to do is with every episode, we talk for a little bit about our subject and then we do it. So at our break in the middle of the episode, we're actually going to work out to Richard Simmons videos. Now, I never exercise. I never exercise. I have, uh, I've, I've exercised in the past. I have a very stormy history with exercise. Um, but before we get into that, what did you, what do you guys, do you guys exercise? Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah. What, uh, what sort of programs have you used? What do you think were the most beneficial or the worst programs you ever used? For the most recent one, me and Lala both did kickboxing. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, I really liked it. The biggest drawback was that it was fucking expensive. It's expensive. And then there are times where. Yeah. Like limited. it wasn't flexible. Yeah. Like for our schedules. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it was fun. I mean, can't you just kickbox anywhere? Yeah, but, you know, it's easier to follow, like, someone... Yelling at you. Yelling at you doing the moves. <laughs> or encouraging you. Right. Instead of just, like, sitting down and making a routine for yourself and then doing that routine. Yeah, I think that's, like, the hardest part is is self-discipline. Like, I don't have it. Right, exactly. Like, nobody has it unless you really, really, really want it. But it helps to have Only psychopaths have self-discipline is my is what I maintain. Yeah? Yeah. Like uh, like our sound man. Because they have a goal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, he's kind of scary. Yeah. I, I know he's your husband, but he's... I was like, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's not scary at all. Oh, okay. Some is psychopaths he... are nice and fun. Are you a psychopath? <laughs> he doesn't know. There was no definitive answer. He just said, eh, it's possible. How would you know? But uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say psychopath. Sociopath. Well, like I was gonna say, I would say sociopath because he doesn't take enjoyment in it. But you know, he kind of laughs, laughs when people get hurt a lot. Yes. Or well, like, when I think I that do goes really dumb shit. That goes uh, for all of us, though. Wait. Oh uh. <laughs> no! Oh damn! Are we sociopaths? We're something. We're yeah. a podcast of sociopaths. <laughs> That we're all sociopaths, and that's why we like hanging around with each other. Yeah. This is a weird discovery to make on the Richard Simmons podcast. <laughs> no, but I don't think sociopaths necessarily like can or have any desire to be around other sociopaths. Yeah, and I also think if we were sociopaths, we would all be more successful. I don't think I know what yeah. a sociopath is. <laughs> well, uh... let's not get into it because oh, anything I say is going to be clinically wrong. And yeah. Just... <laughs> But, um, so you did, uh, kickboxing. Were there any other, I'll tell you, um, my, I soured on exercise very early in life. Um, I actually soured on exercise in uh, kindergarten. 
um, which was in kindergarten, my teacher, Miss Stiggers, uh, she would uh, make us do uh, calisthenics at the beginning of each day. And, you know, for, mo- for like the good half of the year, I was like, cool, this is fun. We're working out. We're exercising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Then one day, it was winter because I was wearing sweats. I remember that. I was doing calisthenics. And then all of a sudden, I saw myself in this full-length mirror that was on the closet door doing the calisthenics. And something in me just sort of snapped. And it's like, in my head, I thought I was great and cool. I thought I was like all the kids you see on the TV. I had the bowl haircut. I thought I was cute. I thought I was together. But I wasn't. I look like a goddamn idiot (laughs) moving my body. I was so uncoordinated. None of the things we're doing were right. They were out of, they were a, uh, a step out of line with everybody I looked like a complete asshole. And in my head, I it didn't translate this way in my head at the time. But what it was, was at that moment, I realized crystal clear that I was never going to, one, amount to anything. I was never going to be worthwhile or attractive or somebody anybody could like. But all that just turned into just pain in my head and I started crying in the middle of this calisthenic in workout in kindergarten. Like, I, I, it's only that I realized that like through retrospect, those were the feelings I was feeling. But in my head, but at the time, it was just, it was just pain, pain in my yeah. chest. And it was just like, so I started crying. And because the feelings were so complex, when Miss Diggers asked me why I was crying, I couldn't explain it. So I just said, I miss my mommy. <laughs> Which was stupid because my mom worked at the school I was at. (laughs) She was literally 10 yards away from where I was at the time. (laughs) So I looked like a real fucking jerk. And it was just the... It was basically my first moment of (laughs) self-loathing. Of millions of moments of self-loathing that would follow... Uh, so exercise and me have never had a good relationship after that. Maybe you just missed your mom. <laughs> I did. I don't think I missed my mom. It was I. Like, it's one of those. It's such a crystal clear memory of seeing, being so disgusted of what <laughs> I look like in the mirror exercising <laughs> when I was five years old. It's Gosh. just like no, this isn't how it worked. It was also. I think honestly, it was also like a, a thing of having been raised on TV about how things should look good. <laughs> All yeah. the time. Yeah. And um, so seeing myself be so clumsy and so fucking goofy looking in that mirror, like it really, it shattered my confidence probably forever. <laughs> that one moment. That's like, you know, like my kindergarten story of my first day of school. Uh-huh. Because it shaped my life for yeah? the rest of my life. Wait, well, <laughs> did I say that right? Yes. It okay. affected me. But it's like those traumatic memories that you have as a what kid. What happened? Well... So it was the first day of school, and I was really excited. Like, I didn't cry or anything. I sat down. I was ready for school. And then the girl that sat next to me, she sat down. I was like, hi, I'm Elisa. And she was like, so? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I know you're my friend, but she was right. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to be social. 
social. <laughs> and so now, like, I have a hard time, like, introducing myself. Yeah. But it was all from that first day of school of kindergarten. <laughs> oh, man. That girl's so cool. I bet she has a lot of cool stories these days. We became friends. Did you? Yeah, her dad was a cop, too. So? <laughs> I love that. But, like, it's like I never knew when people were really my friends or not. Like, it screwed me up socially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, all, it's all down to kindergarten. What destroyed you in kindergarten, Lala? Nothing? Uh, no, just like so much. <laughs> I can't quite put a finger on it. Like, I always thought I was stupid. Yeah. Because um, I went to fucking... Well, I brought it up before. I uh-huh. went to summer school for kindergarten. That's right, yeah. That's right. <laughs> always, that couldn't have helped. Uh, I always thought I was stupid and weird. And I got called weird a lot. Mm-hmm. So I think I just kind of became a weirdo because yeah. of it. Like, because self-fulfilling see, prophecy. Ev- everyone's <laughs> always talking about how high school is what fucks you up. No, it starts way earlier than that. No, it starts yeah. in kindergarten, guys. It does. And kindergarten and third grade and then fifth grade. <laughs> Let's save those stories for another time. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so this whole... Once we started doing this whole Richard uh, Simmons thing, the once we had the idea to do Richard Simmons, we said we're going to watch one of his workout videos, we're going to work out, we're going to be... F- so tired after we do this I know I am because like I said I, I'm completely soured on exercise I don't exercise it's affected my health and it's like I'm a huge fat man right now um, but when we started doing this I started watching so many workout videos and <laughs> like it's really it, what what's so funny I don't know. The idea of me sitting alone in the dark watching workout videos? Like when you watch TV shows back in the early 90s when the guys were watching workout videos. Right. Well, but it wasn't for the same reasons you were. Well, see, that that made me realize, like watching it again, like it's just like, most of these are just pornography. (laughs) Like this is just like, I was, I watched the Cindy Crawford workout video and I was like, you can't work out to this. There's, Not with that huge boner. Yeah. <laughs> it's but even then, like it's a ter- it's a terrible workout video. One, but two. Yes, you're right because there's only one thing you can do to the Cindy Crawford workout video. Like it's just it has the same production values as like the same period, like just like Playboy videos. Like it was just like. Camera swooping all around while Cindy in her short shorts is like lifting weights and they're playing the like the weird techno hits of the 90s and it's like holy shit it's all in black and white and it's just like this is crazy. Oh that is crazy. Like this whole like this whole because. You know that does kind of sound like German porn. Like, you know, like yeah. some weird, obscure German porn site. I like that we're revealing our taste in <laughs> pornography. It's like, obviously, I'm at the basic Playboy level, but Lala is at the weird German porn level. <laughs> it's like, yes, that's like Playboy. No, that's like German porn. Well, you said black and white. Yeah, it's exactly. like that weird expressionist thing. This weird expressionist porn. Yeah. <laughs> Except this was not high quality at all. This was just like Cindy and skimpy outfits and just like, oh my God. And the other one that was a lot like that was, which basically the male version of that was the uh, Marky Mark uh, workout. Feel the video. vibrations. <laughs> yes. Come on, come on. 
the early days of Mark Wahlberg. This video, I wish it had been like that. There's a lot of problems with this video. One, it begins with Marky Mark just in bed and he doesn't want to get up. So one of his scumbag cousins comes in and goes, Marky, come on, we got to work <laughs> out. Bro, he's making some shakes. He's just like, ah, come on, we got to get our pump on. And it's... You know what? It's like a weird... Yeah, like a weird movie. Well, it's also, he's trying to get into, like, touch with the real life people. Because nobody (laughs) wants to work out, and you always need that person to encourage you. Come on! Yeah, if he's getting trying trying to get in touch with anything, it's not real life people in this video. The whole episode, every time he introduces a new, new segment, he goes, pow! Like, that's how he just comes on the screen and goes... Like years before, like Emerald, yeah, like Emerald Lagasse, and then I think I wrote down my favorite bit of dialogue. It's uh, it's where we get to the part where he's working in, out in front of the pool with two women in uh, bathing suits, and he goes, "Finally got to the fun part. See, I'm hanging by the pool with some fly honeys. <laughs> you girls look good, right? <laughs> like he's like, you girls look good. He says to them, right? And like, then they they're supposed to answer. I guess, yeah. It's like you girls look good, right? And there's another really sleazy part where it's him and another woman, and they're both wearing like cutoff tees, <laughs> like I think basically the same cutoff tee and the same short shorts, and they're doing like curls, but they put like the chairs they're leaning on like right so they're facing each other, so they're like <laughs> moaning. Eye contact. Yeah, they have eye contact the whole time. He's going, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just looking at each other. Yeah, it's the scuzziest. I want to watch it. Yeah, exactly. No, it's great. It's the scuzziest <laughs> fucking thing in the world. Um. But, and then I was also like, these, these workout videos, they were just like a weird cash grab. Everybody had a fucking workout video at the time. I think they're I have sti- a... They're still, they still are. Do you, are they? Yeah. Because yeah. like, um, I used to work out to the, was it Jill, Julian, Jillian Michaels ones from The Biggest Loser? Okay. Yeah, I watched that show. And then when I was trying to lose weight for that family bet that we did, like, uh, I, I would exercise to them. Okay. But I bought it. Well, see, my mind went back to my childhood where I was basically up all night and I was watching these infomercials all night of of celebrities and basically... Well, here's just a list of some of the people uh, from that time, older folks who had uh, workout videos. So we got Marky Mark, we got Cindy Crawford, Estelle Getty... From the Golden Girls had a workout wow. video. Was it in a chair like the PBS? Yeah, it was lady? like it was just uh, it was elderly. <laughs> uh, Heather Locklear, of course, who would later say like all she would do is she would just she had no idea how to exercise for these people. Uh, she didn't really exercise herself, she, but they would just put a mic in her ear and they would tell her what to do the whole time. So then there's uh, of course uh, Regis Philbin had a workout video. What? Uh, which was, it was a lot like the Cindy Crawford video, actually, Ew. in that a lot of it was just like him, they would film him around different parts of New York City, like they just have him doing curls in front of David Letterman's studio at <laughs> one point, and then he's doing sit-ups on a rock in front of the Statue of Liberty. So in my head, like I'm trying to make comments in um, his voice, yeah. but I'm afraid to. Yeah. Because it'll sound so stupid. Right. Yeah. Well, try it. Let's see what happens. Come on! <laughs> Doing curls right here in front of, of Dave's studio. It, losing weight. I don't know. <laughs> yes. We're, we're not character <laughs> actors or comedians at all. We shouldn't try to copy Regis Philbin. Uh, Cher, of course, obviously had a workout oh, video. Oh, we should have done her workout. 
Um, Shirley MacLaine had a workout video that exercised your body and your spirit. Oh, because oh, she believes in aliens. In aliens, reincarnation, and there's four uh, points of energy in your body, in your mind, your chest, stomach, and probably your groin. So you've got to uh, work those out. Um, Jane Fonda, famous workout video from Jane mm-hmm. Fonda. Now, um, Alyssa Milano uh, had a workout video in the 80s. And which one's Alyssa Milano? Who's she, the boss? On Who's daughter? the Boss? The Who's okay. the Boss daughter. She was also on Charmed. Okay. Um, and her workout video was called Teen Steam, which isn't right. No, that's what? not right. Was she a teen when she did it? Yes. Yeah. They were all teens. And the, so now, like looking back at it, like it sounds like a whole bunch of like greasy old men were like, let's get a whole bunch of teens yeah, to work out. That's exactly. Gross. That's so gross. This, and this video had a very uh, profound effect on my friend uh, Stephanie, who watched it when she was a young lady. And she, um, she basically fell in love with him, Alyssa Milano. Really? Watching this teen steam thing. Well, uh, it was, it was, it was, it wasn't like. Th- the from how she's explained it in the past, it wasn't like th- what brought on her sexual awakening, but it was very influential. Mm. Which is not what an Alyssa Milano workout video when she's like 15 years old should be doing for anybody. No. Am I right? Yeah. No, totally agree. So, but you know what? Maybe if we all watched it, we would fall in love We're with not watching Alyssa Milano's Teen Steam. You <laughs> yeah. might not go to jail. I definitely will go to jail. <laughs> yeah, that would be a bad idea. It would be a bad idea. Just like... I meant, I meant like when we were younger. Okay, got you. Just us sitting around yeah, watching... I didn't watch it, but uh, maybe it would have changed my life. I don't know. Just putting the term Teen Steam in the YouTube. I was YouTube. like, that sounds really bad like, yeah. in my head. Why did I say that out loud? <laughs> Uh, Mary Tyler Moore had one. Zsa Zsa Gabor had one. And I think uh, probably the greatest celebrity of all time, Fabio, had a workout (laughs) video. Which, he's just enough. He's just fun to look at, that Fabio. I think. I can't believe it's not butter. Yeah, the dude, he really confused him at the time. (laughs) He's just Uh, trying to make money. So, did, were you, now you, Elisa... (laughs) You let us know that you got re- you uh you purposefully rented a celebrity workout video when you were younger. Yeah, I did. It had a uh, what was her name? Mary Mary Lou Retton. Yeah, she was like an Olympic gymnast, and she was on this cover. And my my mom would allow each of us, me, my brother, and sister, to rent their own video. And so I chose that workout video. Yeah, and, and um, instead of what Drop Dead Fred. No, like I've rented a like we went like two or three times a week. Okay. So, I mean, I rented a lot of movies before, but I was like, ooh, this is gonna make me become like a gymnast or something. And now you had dreams of becoming a gymnast, or was this just like, oh yeah? Well, it was like, okay, I don't know if y'all were into the Olympics, Mm -hmm. but I was. I still am. Yeah. Like uh, figure skating and gymnastics were like my favorite thing to watch when they were on. I can't. I honestly can't watch that. It's too emotionally devastating for me to watch women's either ice skating or gymnastics. Those are two, like, I can't, 
Like, just the idea of these girls who've worked so hard all their lives, and then they trip, and it's just yeah. like, it's all over. You know what? Okay, what? so the other day I was watching, um, I think it was ice skating, pairs, pairs ice skating, uh-huh. but it was, I think, getting ready for nationals or something. Yeah. So these people were, like, really trying to impress, and every single person that went on, they fell. <laughs> and so the first person, I was like, you fell, bitch! Like, I was screaming Jesus. at the TV. And I was like, you gotta get up! You gotta make that up! <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> you were screaming at these poor ladies? Yeah, well, I was washing dishes, so they, uh-huh. I had to yell. <laughs> they had to hear me. Over the clamor of the dishes. Yeah, and then David came on. He's like, you're watching Ice Skate? I was like, yeah, I am. And I was like, and they're all falling down. <laughs> these fucking losers. And it was the same move every time. The guy would throw them up, uh-huh. and they didn't land. I See, I can't watch that. Like, It's like more emotionally... It's so emotionally draining to me to just like, no, these... They're still good people, they even are. when they fail, but like they're treated like scum if they Maybe. don't get a medal. Maybe I am a sociopath. Why? Uh, do you remember the 2002 Winter Olympics? Vividly. Every moment. No, I don't. Uh, well, we watched it in their dorm. And um, there that was that one lady? One, no, the one guy who, like, this was his last Olympics, his last shot at a gold medal. And like they were like doing his story before he performed, and I said, "Oh, it's gonna suck if he falls." And you were like, "That would suck." And then, and then he fell. And then, he fell. <laughs> and then uh, David was like, "Look what you did!" <laughs> and I just laughed. So maybe I am a sociopath. Oh man, yeah, you're definitely a sociopath. Although I have to say, when it's men falling down, I don't give a shit. Because this is like, what did you expect, bro? Come yeah. on, get a real job. <laughs> Well, you know, one of my one of my favorite movies was The Cutting Edge. Sure, it's a little sexist, yeah. Anthony. I know it's a it's, it's, it's a really lot sexist. sexist. <laughs> yeah, it's just like yeah, bro, whatever. Cry me a fucking river. And also, those dudes, they seem real stuck up to me. I don't know. Like, I feel like the really sporty ones seem super stuck up. Sure. Like the speed skaters. <laughs> you break up speed skating. But, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. Because the only one I remember from that year was Apollo Ono. Oh. Oh, the hair and yeah, the face. Yeah. We're very far away from Richard Simmons <laughs> at this point. <laughs> like, we are so far away from Richard Simmons. But what the... Okay. F- what even got us on... Oh, yeah. Oh, Mary yeah. Lou Retton. That's yes. what got yeah, us on this whole thing. I was watching a little bit of that, and that... I was nervous watching that for a completely different reason, because Mary Lou Retton, she is... As tall and in some cases shorter than those 10-year-olds she is working out with. And that just brings out this like very real... I I might have started it in my head as a joke, but now it's like a real fear in my head. That when I see little people, like short people like that, like I'm always afraid a hawk is going to come and pick them up. (laughs) Oh, that's terrible. (laughs) And fly away. Like remember at Jackie's wedding... And she had the wedding outside. Yeah. I was like literally kept picturing in my head a fucking eagle coming down and snatching her and (laughs) taking her away. It's just like, I hope a giant bird of prey doesn't kill my friend today at her wedding. That would be so bad. My friend is very tiny and I worry about her. You know, 4'11", 5'. Yeah, she's 4'11". She's the same. I worry about Jackie the same way I worry about Kylie Minogue. What? They're Kylie both Minogue? the same height. Oh, really? Yeah, they're both. Kylie Minogue is as tall as Jackie. Wow. You know what? But I think if a, an eagle or a big bird would pick Jackie up, I think Jackie would beat it up. I would hope so. Like, I think she would. 
I think she'd stand a chance. Yeah. I actually don't think that would ever happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's very scrappy, but it's just, I don't know. This like the idea of ever since watching the kids in the hall and seeing the flying pig get killed by a bird of prey. Like the idea of that just is stuck in my head. Like my, my, my (laughs) nephew told me this terrible story about how he was at a, at a barbecue at a ranch, like out in the country. And one of the people had brought their chihuahua and just in the middle of the barbecue, a fucking eagle came and took the chihuahua away. (laughs) And it's just like, I burst out laughing, but I realized that chihuahua died a horrible death and I can't stop laughing about it. You know what? I bet you it was a quick death. I well, hope so. The, the way they usually kill their prey is they lift them up real high and drop them oh on rocks. Oh my god, <laughs> oh. Jesus. I thought they used their claws to like no. slit no. their throats. No. Yeah, that's how a, a philosopher in Greece died. An eagle dropped a turtle on his head. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we've killed a Greek philosopher, I think now is a great time. We're going to take a break. And we're now going to work out... To Richard Simmons. We didn't even talk about him. We didn't. We'll talk about him more after the break, I guess. Or really working out. Yeah. We it's, did. We, it, this it, was not it, focused it, at all. It's like he went missing in our podcast. <laughs> See Richard what I did there? Simmons. Yeah, that was great. That was legitimately good. I, you were, That was a good job. Yeah. So we're going to take a break. We're going to work out. We're going to come back and talk more. Well, any bit about Richard Simmons at, after the break. I say we don't. Hi! Hi! Hi, everybody! We did find him. Welcome back to the Usual People Podcast. Uh, we have just found Richard Simmons, and we were sweaty. What did you guys think about uh, the Tonin, the downtown with Richard Simmons? Was I the exercise loved it. Yeah, it was actually really fun. It yeah. was great. I, I mean, I had fun. I mean, I had to sit down almost immediately because it was just way too much. And I noticed uh, during the whole thing, right before and right after, you guys were just drinking wine. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's wine day. <laughs> Sunday is wine day. Gonna unwind. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Unwind. I didn't think... Well, I don't think any of us were really doing much to promote health today. I mean, the first thing I did when I got here was I, I ate Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. And I brought a box of pastries. You brought a box of pastries. <laughs> Immediately started. You drank two different wines. Yes. Because the first wine was too sweet. Yeah, it was... Ugh. And then the second wine was just right. It was. And then we got into the exercise. Guys, Richard Simmons, I mean, what can you say about him? He's a, he's a goddamn delight. He was. Like, I... Yeah. Like, I'd always seen the infomercials for sweating to the oldies, and I was just like, oh, what a joke. But I really enjoyed the workout. He like, motivates you. Yeah. He's yeah. non judgmental. There's nothing sinister. He legitimately just wants you to be healthy. Yeah, you could There's tell. There's a charm to him. Uh huh. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, first and foremost, he's just an entertainer. He just likes to entertain people. Yeah. And then he wants you to be fit. 
He's he's a goddamn angel. My legs hurt still. Like I'm still sore. My back's still sweaty from when I had to lie down to do those exercises. Yeah. My legs are really sore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the whole thing was we figured out it was called toning downtown because downtown meant our legs. Yeah. There's another video called Toning Uptown, which is all about your arms. We should have tried that one. It wasn't on YouTube. Um, yeah, we didn't actually buy any Richard Simmons videos. We all just went on not. YouTube. And um, so there's a couple of different videos. I think the, the our favorite one that we watched begins with basically a Tim and Eric sketch where people are eating vast amounts of food while every noise is exaggerated. And then he chop, he jumps out of a cherry sundae and says, Stop! It was a banana split. Oh, that's right. There's it no such thing a as a sundae. cherry sundae. There was just a cherry on top. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. cherry popped Okay, uh, I just... But- uh, no, and like I was telling you, that did remind me of John Waters, just the way that people were eating it, like in a grotesque way, but like the colors were like poppy. Right, well, because yeah. you said well, before the podcast yeah. that you think Richard Simmons is like John Waters. He's, He's the, the John-, John Waters of the exercise video world. Yeah, and exactly, <laughs> like it's very, it's he provides one of the oddest spectacles, mm-hmm. uh, but he's just very fun and easygoing and, yeah. you know, I mean... Let's not get into it, but he's also possibly gay, but he doesn't talk about it, so we're not going to talk about it. Yeah. I don't think he's gay. You don't think so? No. What do you think is what's going on with Richard Simmons? He might be asexual. You think so? It's I, possible. I, like, I, 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 I honestly think it's possible he's a virgin, and that's fine. I could believe that. Yeah. But, like, I think I was mentioning this earlier, like, I, I imagine, like, he had, like, a down point in his life where mm-hmm. he actually had sex and regretted it immediately afterwards so you think there was just the, the lowest point of his life was having sex no it wasn't the lowest point but that's what he did uh-huh so while he's, he's like, at his lowest point he's like an opposite andy dick where andy dick can just like you know be into anybody uh-huh. or anything he's just not into anybody or anything <laughs> I think you know a lot more about Andy Dick than either of us know about Andy Dick. Holy shit. This is one of your little, like, not obsessions, but just like, yeah, I know more than most people about Andy Dick. And German porn. And German porn. Well, I actually don't know any German porn. Okay. I just imagine German porn's expressionistic and weird. Right. you're an artist. Yeah. yeah. But you know Andy Dick. I do. Okay. Yeah. That's weird. But uh, I just think he's, like, weird and, like... The whole thing about him uh, coming out during all this sexual assault stuff because somebody accused him and he's just like, that's just how I flirt. Yeah. yeah. Like, let's not talk about Andy yeah, Dick. That, guy's a, Andy that Dick. needs an actual creep. Yeah, he is. Uh, well, I've got, I, I took the trouble of printing out Richard Simmons' Wikipedia entry, so I might as well uh, read I some I really facts. want to know about his childhood. Um, let's see. He was overweight by the age of four. Um, well, at you the age, can't be overweight by the age of four. You four. definitely can be overweight by the age of four. By the age of 15, he weighed 182 pounds, which I think I actually weighed 182 pounds at 15 as well. Uh, he considered being a priest, and uh, he, became, he was an art student, and he was a he went to Rome or Italy, and he appeared as a freak show character in two Fellini movies. Uh, one with Fellini Satyricon. Has anybody seen that movie? No, but I feel like we should have watched it right now. Like little you, excerpts. You couldn't have handled Satyricon. Satyricon is literally one of the weirdest fucking movies ever made. A lot of people actually call it... It's about... It's set... It's like set in Roman times. It's based off of a Roman story, which I can't even remember. I've watched the movie and I don't actually know what the movie is. But it's so 
goes out of its way to recreate the society of Rome that it actually becomes an alien culture. You're watching people who are so just separated from what we consider humanity. And it's it's really a strange movie because they're trying to sort of accurately recreate what it was like to live in Rome. And there's no concessions to how we view humanity or justice or morality. And I think it's John Landis when talking about it. It's described it as a sci-fi movie because you are literally watching an alien culture. And it's so disorienting. It's, it's a pretty good movie. Uh, but he also appear, appeared in a Fellini movie called The Clowns, which is about a circus. So he was just a big fat guy that appeared in the background I of two like Fellini movies. I feel like we should movies. at least have watched a clip. Well, nobody knows where to find him. There's one. There's a clip on there that <laughs> purports to be Richard Simmons. But I'm looking at him and it's just like, even if he was fat, he doesn't look like the character they're pointing out. Mm. So... I was going to ask if uh, Satyricon's as weird as Weekend, but it might be weirder. It's weirder than Weekend. Weekend yeah. is more, is very uh, intellectual movie. Yeah. Satyricon is all about, it's all coming from the genitals. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just like. It's all coming from, from the, the genitals. genitals. What? If I were to show you Satyricon, you would say, yeah, this is all, this is just literally a movie being ejaculated onto the screen. It's. All id. Yeah, it's all id. I've just never heard that phrase before. It's just all coming <laughs> from, from the, the genitals. <laughs> what? Lisa, I have to let I have to make you understand all this anger, it's coming from the genitals. What? <laughs> it's coming from, from the genitals. Anyway, to go oh, okay. even further, um he moved to Hollywood in the nineteen seventies. Um he got into a bunch of unhealthy- From where? From uh he comes from New Orleans. Oh, he was born and bred in New Orleans. No exactly. Uh, and he tried a bunch of fad diets and he noticed that basically all the uh, gyms and all that were catered to, as we said earlier, already healthy people. There was no places for things like him. So he opened his own exercise studio after he uh, lost over 123 pounds. Good for him. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know any of that about him. So he opened up a place. It was originally called the Anatomy Asylum. He would later change it to Slimmons because... Anatomy Asylum sounds like you're going in there to get murdered. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so, because he was because he, he was an art student. Yeah. And he, he was coming from this art background. It was like, coming from the genitals. It was coming from the genitals, <laughs> yes. No, it's coming from that place where, you know, art students have to study a lot of anatomy, mm-hmm. like in life drawing and... And they're just weird people. Yeah, they're like they're just weirdos. Yeah. And Simmons, I think, um, from talking all this, he was in Fellini movies. He called it the Anatomy Asylum. I think he just realized he wanted to be a success, so he said, "There's some of my weird stuff that works, and some of my weird stuff that doesn't work, and I gotta stop doing that shit. I gotta edit myself. Yeah, I gotta start doing this shit. Oh, he did such a good job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And it used to be, it used to be a salad bar and restaurant in there called uh, Ruffage. Which is spelled R U F F A G E. No. Yeah. Like, uh, and it was like full of that. Roughage. But that closed down. Slimmons was actually open to two th- until two- 2016, uh, where it quietly closed down. And that was all part of that whole looking for Richard Simmons thing. Like, we're not going to get into that because it was all a big nothing. Yeah. Like, uh, if you want to get into it, there's a whole podcast dedicated to it. Look that up. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. He was able to keep the pounds off for 42 years by his own estimation over a course of 35 years. He helped humanity lose approximately 12 million pounds. Wow. 
Good for him. That's all. That's his estimate. So, oh, yeah, oh. exactly. Yeah, it might be overinflated. Or so, it might be under. Yeah. Yeah. Or. Uh, and of course, he would be. He was on TV all the time. He was just a constant fixture on television while we were growing up. He was at that tight curl. Yes, a very tight curl. Very Bouncy tight, hair. Red, 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 brown curl. Yeah. Was it red? Uh, it's like a light brown. Okay. Exactly. It can um, be red in the sun. Let's see. He had, he had two quotes that very much, I think, explain his personality. Um, and one of them is, he claims to have few friends saying, I don't have a lot to offer one person. I have a lot to offer to a lot of people. So it's obvious he doesn't have many close relationships in his life. Like I said, while we were watching it, he's an entertainer above all. And I don't think he knows how to, or is not comfortable just interacting with people one-on-one or things like that. I bet you he had like one of those kindergarten Trump. Oh, I'm sure he had a bunch. I mean, a fat kid growing up in 1950s and 60s New Orleans. Yeah. Like. But like you said, he's a private person. He just doesn't like getting to know people. Or he doesn't like people getting to know him. Probably doesn't like people getting to know him. I mean, I identify a lot with that. I mean, I, I don't think I have a lot to offer a lot of people either. But like, I always feel like when it... I mean, you guys know, when it's just one of you hanging out with me, it's pretty weird and strained, right? No. Oh. We talk a lot about different things. Do you think? Yeah. I always feel like it's always going bad when it's just one of us talking to me. No. That's, that's just your anxiety, oh. I think. I always enjoy talking with you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hanging out. Yeah. Didn't oh. we do that a lot? I think that says more about like how you feel about other yeah. people than He's how the people feel about me. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Well, those all of our interactions were very fun and good then. I had fun. Yeah. Okay. And then... Um, uh, so no, I'm you're do- wrong! I'm doing fine. But uh, here's another thing that uh, Richard Simmons said about himself. When the king gets depressed, he doesn't call for his wife or the cook. He turns to the little man with the pointed hat and says to the court jester, Make me laugh. And I am that court jester. Oh, God, that's a little depressing. (laughs) No, it's obvious that man, like, when he's not in the spotlight, when he's not doing his thing, when he's not performing, like, again, he's just, it's like any performer or artist. Yeah, so, like, all I can imagine him doing when he's sitting alone in his house is just sitting there, staring, not doing anything. Yeah. Like, Listening to the music he likes. I imagine he has a lot of the songs that he loves on uh, all the time, but, like, he doesn't... He's not going to engage with modern pop culture. Oh, man. I just had this visual and it's really sad and depressing. Yeah. But he's got like a workout room where it's like themed like the sweating to the oldies with all the lights and, the and stuff. But then there's like these fake pillow people oh. that are there. And he's just like, come on, you guys. And he's just working out in front of these pillow That's people. horrifying. <laughs> these pillow people. Yeah, because they're not even cardboard cutouts. No. They're pillow people. Yeah, they're like made with wooden stakes with pillows on them. <laughs> To make them bigger than a stick. <laughs> wow. No, so are you talking about like it's a steak and then it's like an actual pillow with like a face on it? Or is it like a whole person made out of a pillow? It's it's multiple pillows making a person. Oh. But they're attached to the steak. <laughs> so they're like Lego pillows you got to put together to make a person. No, like imagine uh, like a cross. Uh-huh. Like, a, like a wooden they're, cross they're and there's a pillow. They're crucified pillow people. 
Yeah. They're like pillow scarecrows. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Exactly like but scarecrows. then, you know, he's like, come on, you guys, let's work out. And, you know, he's getting really into it. Do you and think there's he... like a button he presses to make the sticks like move a little bit? So like they, yes. they sway back like and forth? Like they're animatronic. Yeah. He must be working. You know, some. He's got. He got to have yeah. a lot of money. But then, sure. like, he's really into it, and then he's like, "Oh, your pillow people." <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he just, just has that realization yeah. every single day. And he goes like to a, his room, like a and fucked up Twilight cries. Zone episode every single day of yeah, his life. Every day. Oh, like he wakes up energized. Pillow people. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucked up. I feel so bad. Now. <laughs> that's not what's happening yes, to him. Yes, it is. In my mind, that's what happened. He's not. <laughs> So, I just. I mean, if that's the case, I'm sure we could find a bunch of people who were rejected from the biggest loser to go live with him. Yeah, I mean, I think just the idea. I just want that. I just want that to be a poster now on my wall. Richard Simmons with the word balloon coming out of him. Oh, oh your pillow people. people. <laughs> that's what I want. Somebody get that for me for my birthday. Got it. But this got this got really depressing really fast. I I'm don't know. sorry. I mean, but it's not about where a person ends up. It's about the legacy of his work, and I believe he leaves a very happy legacy behind. You know what? It's twenty when it comes 18. to entertainers. Yeah, it's twenty eighteen, and we just we, we just did his workout, yeah, and I had did, a great time. It was a great. It was fun. I had fun doing it with you guys. I didn't keep up with it because it's the first time I've exercised in literally years. Um. Honestly, I think the last time I exercised was in college, and um, which is a long time ago at this point. Um, and that's because my uh, res or my uh, advisor, my theater, because I was in theater class, and we had to have our thing uh, approved by our advisor. And my advisor forced me to take an exercise class because she was worried about my weight. And I don't know if that's right. I don't know if that's legal. But it's what happened. So I ended up taking a weightlifting class. And through that, I had one of the greatest relationships I've ever had in my life. Really? Yes. Um, I've never talked about him before. Because this is the first time heard, hearing about this class, Anthony. Yeah. And basically what happened is, first day of class, it's a weight training class. Yeah. So you need a buddy to spot you. So we have to split up into pairs. And everybody gets into a pair. And it's just me and another guy left. And it's me. I'm Mother a huge... Mother Not I'm, you, but just that idea. I hate yeah, that. I'm a huge fat guy. He was a tiny little guy. And we knew the drill. We had experienced this all throughout high school. And we didn't fucking come to college to feel this way again. <laughs> but we did. Wow. And we, we teamed up. We started lifting weights. And through that entire semester... We never learned each other's names. No. <laughs> never once asked what the other person's name was. We never learned anything about each other. We never asked questions about what we did outside of class or what anything was. We were just like, okay, we know what we have to do here. There, we are, have to get through this as because it was the, the thing was it seemed like he didn't want to be there either. Like he somehow got tricked into taking a weight training class. It's like. We got to get through this as half-assedly as possible. Like, who has to take oh, an exercise He didn't have credit. to. His, his advisor went. No, advisor, no, exactly. no, but like, what major was Exa the other guy Exactly. I never to... asked. I never asked because that wasn't our relationship. Maybe we he had were just the like, same advisor. We just showed up. Because the thing is, it's like, we when you're spotting somebody, you have your li their life in your hands. And that's a sacred trust. 
we could have died a hundred times, but we always saved each other. And we just, we just went in there. It's like, it's not like with a regular friendship where you, at one at a certain time, you're like, what is the point of our relationship? Like, why are we still hanging out? There was always a purpose. There was always a purpose. Not That's, to us. <laughs> is there a purpose? No, for, no, he's talking about specifically the relationship between him and the other oh. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, we had a purpose. We went there three times a week. We got in and we did our work. We never talked about anything. We just, just, the only thing we ever talked about was the shitty music they would play on the radio because it was always like a kind of techno that even I didn't like. And he was just like, God, this fucking sucks. Yeah, I know, man. And that's all he would say while I was. It's like y'all had something in common. Exactly. And it was just, and then at the end of it, the last day of school or the last day of, uh, of the whole thing, we just like looked at each other and we just sort of like nodded. And then we never saw or spoke to each other again. I didn't even know you took this class. Yeah. And it was just probably one of the most satisfying relationships I've ever had in my life. Wow. Yeah. Which is pretty sad, but it's great for me. But it was like equal give and take. Yeah. Sounds nice. It was good. It was great. Like if it was, if you, if you had like a bigger uh, interaction, like. Then it becomes uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah, exactly. You know it's not going to go anywhere. Exactly. Or it's a maybe it would have. But who maybe, knows? Yeah, I don't know. But I think it's just like once we both sort of just silently agreed that we weren't going to tell each other the other person's name, we were like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> we're both loving this. That's got to suck. What? It's got to suck. That they did that what? to you guys. Just assigning us this class. Yeah. No, like, okay, one of the biggest things is, all right, everybody find yourself a partner. Exactly. Like, that's the worst thing. They should have already had them pre-done. Right, but it wasn't. Like, it was just some, it was some fucking football coach at UT Austin who was just like, gotta fucking teach this class because of what a fucking ever. But, um, yeah, so that's just probably the last time I've ever actually exercised. But working yeah. out today with you guys, it was a lot of fun. Because, I know, we should do it every time. Well, I'm not saying that. <laughs> But I'm saying this was really fun. It was fun. It was fun. I had a lot of fun. And you uh, you guys were talking about maybe doing it some more in the future. I mean, I probably won't do it with you, but you might try it some more, right, Elisa? I, I really liked it. Yeah. And it, I, like, it really worked. Like, my legs are sore. Yeah. And we only did, what, like 10, 15 minutes of it? Like, less than 10 minutes. And that's only because... Well, we did more than 10 minutes. We did more than 10 minutes. And then the YouTube video failed, yeah, and I was like, oh, oh thank right. God the internet crapped out. <laughs> because <laughs> even because I ended up, we were at the part of the exercise. Lala, you didn't get on the ground. Well, I don't want to get on the ground because I'm in jeans. Yeah. And then, yeah, because we really prepared for this. <laughs> like, you had already run two miles today. Yeah, yeah. I, I, ran, I have to run my dog. She's high energy. She needs the exercise. Well, this gets into just sort of like other exercises that I looked up while uh, I was doing some bit of research about this sort of thing. And I think something that would work really good for you, Lala, with your needs is uh, Doga. She is not calm enough for Doga. Now, she... if, if anybody can't figure out what this is... It's this, dog yoga. It's yoga with dogs. Yeah, she will not let me like get her into the positions or get in the positions with me. Yeah. Uh, my sister has suggested this already, and I'm like, no, you don't know my dog. <laughs> well, I think <laughs> I, with your sister, the answer to everything is yoga. Uh, is that true? Not really. Like, you know, she's not one of those, like, hippy-dippy right. yoga instructors who's like... You know, they have to get into the whole, like, spiritual aspect of it. She kind of thinks that's cheesy. Right. 
and uh, I like her teaching style. I mean, there doesn't seem to be there doesn't seem to be anything to it other than doing yoga while your dog sits on you. <laughs> I just found out that a friend of mine wants to do the goat, the baby goat yoga. What the for fuck? Her birthday? What is baby goat yoga? Exactly what dog yoga With is. With a baby goat just sitting on you. Well, the the goats are just free to roam around and they jump on you and do <laughs> what goats do. So you're just, so you can just go to a farm and do this. I don't know where <laughs> just, it actually these, exists. These but fucking is... farmers getting pissed off all the time. God damn, they're doing <laughs> yoga by my goats again. Just firing off his but, gun. Like, I have like legitimate concerns. Like, am I going to get kicked in the face? Is it going to shit on me? Like, <laughs> It adds that tension. Yeah. I mean, they, anything could become a fitness craze. I mean, there's twerking classes, of course. No. Which just seems dumb to me. Uh, there's hoopalotties. Pilates with hula hoops. I've always wanted to do the hula hoop thing. It's just doing hula hoop. And yeah. Doing the tricks. I mean, I think hula hoop, doing hula hoop is workout enough. Yeah. There's a thing called Fit Wet, which no. is just a stationary bike in water. No. What the fuck. Yeah. You know what I always want to try, but what? I'm too scared. Is those um those running apps where you have like the zombies chasing you? Oh. Because I think, man, that'll really get me running, but. And there's a whole psychological aspect of it where you I'm like... You won't be able to sleep. Yeah, where I won't be able to sleep or live. Ah, uh, yes. The zombies will get me. <laughs> I think more up your creek would be karaoke. It's no. just cardio with karaoke. N- oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard me exercise? <laughs> I just did. Like, I can't breathe. That's true. I mean, sing. Yeah. See, well, yeah, I guess you're right. You can't. Who gets to decide the song? Like, do you go on probably stage? the instructor? You're all. You're. It's basically. It would be like what we just did, except we're all singing "Stand by Me" while we're doing it. Oh, I've always wanted to try the Orange Theory thing, but it also kind of stresses me out. Yeah, you know what? Some people in the neighborhood wanted to do it, and they. It's expensive. Oh, yeah. It's really expensive. Now, during the break, uh, David handed me some notes uh, about fitness things involving each of you. And, um, what I the wanna, fuck? I feel like man. that's a betrayal. Yeah, like, who are you to reveal so, our fitness? I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what these mean, so I'll just, uh, I'm under, scared. under Elisa, it says, family bet for a thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's one. What happened? Yeah. So, it was like, how many years ago? Like, five years ago? How old is Brody? She's six. Yeah, about five years ago. Mm-hmm. It was right after I had Brody, and I was at, um, I guess I, I was at my largest weight, I guess. And uh, the whole family was like, we're going to do this bet. Everybody pays $100, and there was 10 of us. So yeah. the payout was going to be $1,000. Sure. So me and David got really into it, and we I lost like 30 pounds. Oh, that's not bad. David lost even more. Like We were at our like best shape as mm-hmm. adults. Who drank? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, when it came down to it, everybody else stopped. I guess they were like, "Oh, we're not gonna win," and we never got paid. Oh, that's too bad. Your yeah. mom is upstairs right now. We should get her down here and, and get that thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh, let's yeah. not do that. They were like, "Oh, well, we were just kidding," and I was just like, "No," and I was like, "Well, I guess I won because I'm healthy now." But then I broke my foot, and I sat on my ass for like. Six weeks straight because I had broke my foot yeah. and that was the end of my uh, healthiness. So you, and that was the last time you were healthy. 
Yeah. Yeah, you were really healthy around that time. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. Doing all those things, like the marathon bike things, and yeah, yeah. and And I had that heat stroke. Then under Elisa and Lala, it says (laughs) Pokemon hunting and walking eggs. (laughs) (laughs) That's so nerdy. I don't know. What's walking eggs mean? I mean, I still walk my eggs, but uh, I do it on my way to work. Like, every time I go to and from my car. Because we would go to parks. What do you mean walking eggs? And we would walk. We did do that. I I thought we were mostly doing that for, like, the hunting. What what does walking eggs mean? Pokemon hunting. Yeah, you have to, like, put in miles, like, on your GPS in order to catch eggs. Got you. Okay. That, yes, that makes sense because there was a security guard at the parking garage I worked at when Pokemon Go was at its highest and he would spend all night just tricking his GPS into thinking he was walking. He had a special (laughs) app, but he had to keep his finger on the map to make the thing go. So he was basically just using his finger to do the walking instead of himself walking. Oh, wow. He probably got kicked off. I don't know. I don't know the politics of Pokemon Go. Uh, they do all these things where they do checks, and if they figure out that you've been like tricking the system, they erase your account, and you have to start over, or you don't. Yeah. I'm assuming most people just don't. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so that's those are you. Those are those your big experiences with fitness. I mean, Lala, you actually uh, wrote to me that said that you've done a ton of diets. I, I've done a ton of diets and exercise things. Mm-hmm. I am one of those people that gains and loses the same 40 pounds like every year or two years. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've done a lot. Like, I used to do yoga regularly, and then I was doing Pilates, and mm-hmm. then I was doing, like, the cycling. Yeah. The, Oh, that like hurts fast. your vagina. Yeah, that hurts. <laughs> I bet. It, it, well, I have no idea. Um, the muscles around it, not your actual vagina. Okay. Well, the one that I did is that like, they <laughs> wouldn't you. let you sit. So you had to keep oh. so it's like your ass hurts all the fucking time. Oh. And I did boot camp, which, again, your mm. ass hurts all the fucking time. Yeah. Like when you sit on the toilet, it's just like, oh, oh. my God, this hurts. <laughs> I think that, yeah, the whole point is just to punish your ass at yeah. all moments i was um telling my mom earlier today that um in middle school when i moved to kazan Mm -hmm. our lunches were really different okay so y'all ate a lot later than i was used to so we were in reading class or english class Uh and they had quiet or silent reading and my stomach would just go and And it was always growling and people would just look at me and I was so embarrassed. It's like the new kid. Yeah. So I started taking her diet pills. Oh, shit. But not to lose weight. Just, just stop to stop eating. <laughs> and it works so good. <laughs> That's was, the dumbest reason to get hooked on diet pills. I wasn't hooked on them. I just took them until that year was over. It was like one semester. You and, were... I, you know, nobody made fun of my my stomach growl is super loud. So, I feel like you started again in high school because you had the late lunch. Um, no, I what? ran out. Oh, you ran out? Yeah. You didn't <laughs> just ran out of diet just, pills yeah, and stuff. I think I just bought snacks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a way better plan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like, well, I could probably eat a banana. No, I'll take diet pills. That'll stop this. She, I just told her. And she's just like, 
what? <laughs> That's so unhealthy. I didn't know that. I was like, yeah, I figure I'll tell you now before it comes out later. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, but I have tried, like, a lot of fad diets. Like, I even tried Atkins for, like, a month, and you lose a lot of water weight. Yeah. It is just gross. I mean, what was Atkins again? That's no carbs? Yeah, no carbs. And then, like, you know, some people, like, they eat bacon and eggs in the morning. You're supposed Mm -hmm. to have grape juice. juice I don't like grape juice. I hate grape juice, and... It's no carbs, and I love carbs. I love pasta and bread. I'm, I'm uh, counting calories right now, but I'm not restricting myself from anything, obviously. Yeah. But I mean, like, I'll like my breakfast and lunch are pretty healthy, and my my dinner is is can be healthy, but it can also not be healthy. So the only thing that I've really learned from like doing all these diets is, you know, don't you know, don't do diets. Just like kind of. Control yourself. Your pr- proportion, or your yeah. not proportions, but portions. Yeah, that's the, my thing. And like, um, put throw a lot of variety. You know, mm-hmm. like if you like pasta, just have it once a week, and you know. Well, my my diets. advice as far as all of this is, we're summing up here, uh, winding down. Um, basically, my idea about exercise and fitness come is, was summed up pretty well by uh, the character Carl. From, Carl Winslow? No, from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Ah, when he I love came out, that when he came out show. and said, "Why are you exercising? You're just gonna die." <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's a fair way to look at it. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's where I leave us at this point. Anything else to say about this? Pretty much. Uh, Richard Simmons, great man. He's one of my friends. He's one of my late night friends. Up all night. Watching infomercials, him, Susan Powder, Suzanne Summers, 16 CD box sets of the greatest love songs ever made, the Sobakawa pillow. My God, it was a pillow filled with buckwheat husks, and it was the greatest night's sleep you can get. These were all my friends in the summers in the 90s. No, OxyClean? And OxyClean, yes. <laughs> Ron Popeil? And Ron Popeil. You're just naming all my best friends yes. of all time. Um... What was I going to say? Never mind. I lost it. Okay. <laughs> so I think that wraps up this episode of the Usual People Podcast. Join us next time where we don't know what we're going to do because we don't plan things out ahead. Um, I think we, we should read the ideas. Fabio book. We the should. M- murder Mysteries. And the Fabio Murder Mysteries? No, what? those are two different things. Oh, okay. Fabio Romance Novel. We'll figure this out. Just Murder Mysteries. I think the most important thing we know at this point is, is if you get an alert saying that there is an imminent nuclear strike on your city, don't worry because it probably is a false alarm. Oh, and I just want to say Happy New Year because I know this episode's going to be way into the year. well yeah. into the New Year, but... You know, it's the first, you know, recording of the new year. Of 2018. And happy birthday to David and Anthony. And And Elisa. And Elisa. All right, guys. That was it for this episode. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye.